Hey guys, welcome. You are listening to the Educationally Speaking Podcast, hosted by me, Latoria West. I am a former middle school teacher turned current instructional specialist, and I'm here to talk, chat, and discuss all things education. As a teacher, there were so many things, challenges, and situations that I encountered that I just wanted to create a platform where we educators and parents can have true dialogue and real discussions. Sit back and let's get to discussing. We all know that as educators and parents, we have so many things to speak on, so let's get to it. Today's topic is student engagement. So first thing first, what is student engagement? According to Education Glossary, student engagement refers to the degree of attention, curiosity, interest, optimism, and passion that students show when they are learning or being taught, which extends to the level of motivation they have to learn and progress in their education. So, taking that whole definition, all right, let's simplify that. Student engagement is basically when students take ownership of their learning. They become accountable for what it is that they are learning in class on a daily basis. As teachers, we have to make sure that we are presenting to the students Information that is not just lectures or seat work that will have them bored in class, disinterested, inattentive, and behavior problems. No, I'm not saying that everything that we teach our students has to be some theatrical performance. But as educators, we need to make sure that the content that we are covering and presenting is presented in a manner that captivates our students' attention. Um, Again, think about games that our students play. They play games like NBA Live, Madden, Fortnite. Um, these games, even like the ones we played back in the day, we played Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario Brothers, um, Crash Bandicoot. These are some games that we played. But let's think about what all of these games have in common. What is it? <laughs> the common thread is they all capture and keep the attention of the kids. And as teachers, that is what we strive to do. That's what we need to strive to do on a daily basis. We are trying to capture our students' attention educationally. Long gone are the days that students are just sitting in rows and completing work out of a workbook quietly while we, the teachers, sit behind the desk. That is an antiquated practice. That is not something that as educators, we know that that's something that does not work with today's kids. We have to make sure that as educators, we're doing everything in our power to motivate our kids, to get them to want to learn. I know, I know I may be stepping on some toes, but we as educators, again, have to make sure that we're teaching to the whole child. That looks totally different now than it did when I was in grade school over 16 years ago. I can remember having to sit in rows and the student, the teacher passing out this worksheet after the next worksheet, the next worksheet. We're working out of workbooks. We are sitting quietly. You can't talk. You're just sitting there bored out of your minds. That's not going to work again with today's generation of kids. These kids are so digitally wound 
they're known as digital natives. I mean, think about it. Kids come out of the womb with some type of technological device shoved in their face. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but we have to intertwine technology and engaging practices into our everyday teaching practices as educators. Um, As teachers, we should be the facilitators. We shouldn't just be lecturing for 90 minutes or 60 minutes or 55 minutes or 75 minutes, however long your um, scheduled block is with your kids. We shouldn't just be up there doing all the work and tiring ourselves out and go home tired and worn out every day, day after day after day for 180 days out of a school year. No, we are the facilitators. We should be going in and introducing lessons and then letting the student do the work. They do the hard part, um, even though it's not hard. But again, we're facilitating and the students are working with their peers and working individually to make sure that they understand the process. They understand what has been taught. So the teacher, as teachers, we introduce and model the lesson. We guide the students down the right path to successfully complete their work. And then we allow them to work with their peers and individually to practice what it is they just learned. Okay, so let's talk about how do we engage our students. As educators, we know that there are times where we may have to present a lesson and the students just have to sit down and take a few notes. That's all fine and well. That is to be expected because as a teacher, you are required. As I stated in the previous podcast, we are required by law to teach our standards and to teach the content. So we have to give the kids, we have to introduce the lesson, whether that be by mini lesson, um, or note-taking okay that's fine but even in that we want to make sure that after we give the kids everything that we have to give them that when they get ready to actually start their um, independent work or their group work or their peer work that we give them different strategies and different ways to turn in said work So one way we could talk about engaging kids is by them getting physical. And when I talk about kids getting physical, we're talking about letting them harness all that pent up energy that they have had since you as the teacher started introducing the lesson. Let them get it out. So that means coming up with a game or coming up with some um, active way for the students to get up out their seats and move around. That can be by doing um, the fly swatter game if you haven't. Heard about the fly squatter game. That's if, let's say we're doing a lesson where you introduce vocabulary to the kids. All right, so you will take little slips of paper, put it on your board, and get some fly squatters. Divide the kids into two teams, and you as the teacher, facilitator, will either call out the word or call out the definition, and give the teams the opportunity to go to the board and swat the correct answer. Again, let the kids get up. Let them be active. That helps them to process what they're learning. I mean, it's something different, but even in it being something different, it's something that is going to get their blood flowing, which will hopefully um, allow them to remember and process that information. So again, have them to get physical. Have them to get up and moving. 
Another thing you could do, I know, I know as teachers, a lot of times we don't like a whole lot of noise. But one thing we have to know is that all noise is not bad noise. Students need to talk. Students need to be able to confer with their peers. Um, A lot of times we need to understand that students learn more from their peers than they do from us, their teachers. So we have to give them an opportunity to be able to have that accountable talk, that accountable discussion with their peers. Um, we There can be ways to make sure that that is um, going along in a orderly fashion. We can give the students discussion questions or specific questions that they are to cover rather than just letting them go and talk amongst themselves so again making sure that it is structured so again we need to encourage that accountable talk also being creative uh, let the kids do things with their hands because a lot of kids are tactile learners they need to be able to manipulate something so even if you're in a math class let the kids use manipulatives let them use play-doh you know um let them cut and color and paste Doing interactive notebooks is a good way for the kids to be creative because they can create their own foldables to put in their notebook where they are being able to express, you know, their artistic side, which adds an element of fun for us, the teacher, as well as the students, because those are things that we can display as student works around our classroom. Another one is making sure that we are flexible. We, I know that we have lesson plans that we have to complete that we are to follow um but one thing that i've learned as an educator is a lesson plan is just that a plan and it may change from day to day or from class to class as educators we need to make sure that we're flexible and willing to change up the lesson because hey it might not always work and when we're talking about students we have students who have different needs and we have to be able to tailor our plans to meet the needs of our students so we must be flexible we need to be able to encourage students curiosity um encourage our students to ask questions without berating them you know and that will help them to get excited about what it is they're learning and in this excitement it will help them to become successful learners so again encourage their curiosity let them know that hey no question is a bad question as long as you are actively trying to participate in the lesson that is ongoing for that day also give and take respect we need to let our students know that hey we respect them just as well as we want them to respect us so let's not talk down to the students let's listen when they give their opinions um again and just talk to them and let them know that they deserve respect That way you will find that kids are more responsive and engaged in class. Again, we just need to do whatever we can to make sure that our students are engaged in the lessons that are happening in our classrooms on a daily basis. We could use clickers, introducing technology. There are so many different technological applications and systems um, that are out there for student engagement use them you could use again as i just stated plickers there's quizzes there's kahoot quizzes um, there's just a host of many different things that can be used with the kids in the classroom setting to make sure that they are on task and focused um you can also 
use things like like gallery walks. Gallery walks is another way to get students up and moving where students have to walk around the room and answer questions um, with their peers or it could be individually. Again, anything that is going to allow the students to be engaged in the lesson is what we want to do, what we want to present to our kids. I know that student engagement may look different for every teacher. Um, It looks different for, for me. Um, It looks different for my teammate across the hall, my teammates on the other side of me. Um, Again, student engagement and making sure that students are engaged in the process looks different for each teacher. But the one main thing that we have to know and understand is we as teachers need to ensure that students are actively engaged in the learning process if we want to see our students achieve and acquire new learning. Again, I am not a educational guru, but these are just my thoughts and my opinions. And hey, if your opinions differ, hey, let's talk about it. Let's discuss this. Let's chat. Um, Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to leave your comments. You guys, it's been real. Have a great one.